Welcome to another episode of the Aftershock, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I'm going to give you the latest and greatest in all things Web3 and into the metaverse. And for all those, as always, if you're listening over on our podcast, uh, please make sure you go and give us a nice review if you enjoy what we've been sharing and, and to give a share to, to your network and some of your friends out there. And of course, if you're over here on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe so that you can continue to be up to date on the latest drops of information that we give, as well as feel free to share some comments if you have some news that you want to share with us or any other things that we can be covering to keep you up to date in all things cryptocurrency in Web3. So without further ado, we're going to drop into this week's Aftershock. The Aftershock. So we're going to kick off this week's round of Web3 lightning round with opening story about Ralph Lauren. So Ralph Lauren Miami store is going to accept cryptocurrency payments. And the brand is also partnering with Red3 community Pool Suite to release a co-branded NFT collection. According to a press release, the store is working with service provider BitPay to allow customers to purchase merchandise using Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Polygon Matic. In addition, the brand is working with Red3 community Pool Suite to release a co-branded NFT that will be gifted to existing holders of the Pool Suite NFT membership collection. Members will gain exclusive access to special event and be able to update their leisure list avatars with digital Ralph Lauren wearables. Again, we are seeing fashion begin to enter this market and embracing the Web3 space. I think this will continue. Each week, we seem to be covering a brand new set of major fashion brands that are entering the market. And... I think we're going to see this trend continue. So really cool if you're out in Miami uh, and Ralph Lauren is one of the places you like to shop, go give it a, a look, especially if you want to go and uh, use some of the crypto that you have to, to get it. Next up, we're going to be looking at Texas. As Texas lawmakers introduced bill proposing to establish a gold-backed digital currency. So two Republican lawmakers from Texas, Senator Brian Hughes and Representative Mark DeRazio, have introduced legislation to create a gold-backed digital currency that could be enacted by the state legislator. The policy makers believe that this currency could greatly benefit the Lone Star State as an alternative to digital currency. It could also provide Texas residents with the ability to circumvent a CBDC. SB number 2334 introduces the establishment of digital currency backed by gold in Texas. So we are starting to see more and more of states trying to find ways to utilize digital currency. And Texas is going the route of backing it by physical gold. The United States is in July going to be rolling out a digital currency, a CBDC. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this is rolled out. Uh, In lieu of that, you see individual states trying to not necessarily circumvent, but try another approach to CBDCs. And looks like Texas uh, is is trying to go the route of uh, a digital currency backed by gold. So I live in Austin, Texas. I'm going to personally be watching this one pretty closely. I'm going to see what this turns into, but very unique route of of going the path of digital currency uh, backed by physical gold here in Texas. Next, we're looking at Instagram. 
and Facebook as they discontinue NFT support on April 11th, 2023. So by the time you are hearing this, uh, that means you can no longer, uh, you are no longer receiving support for NFTs on these platforms. And users will no longer be able to create new digital item posts and any items that they shared um, will live as posts, but without sparkles or blockchain information or any of the additional features that were there. Users can continue to delete these posts anytime. Um, and if an article is only viewable in a digital items tab of the profile, it will be moved to archive. Facebook and Instagram will no longer maintain a connection or link users' accounts to any third-party e-wallets. Users can no longer view their digital items in a related tab to manage their third-party e-wallet connection settings. So I don't see this as a way that Facebook, aka Meta, is saying no to all NFTs. They're probably trying to CYA uh, for all of the regulation that's most likely coming, but they're also setting themselves up for whenever they start releasing their own collectibles and everything else that they have via meta in the metaverse that they're creating, that you have to utilize what's being built on their platform. So I think they first wanted to do a, a case study to see would people utilize this? What were the use cases? How can we best use it? Now that they have that information, they're saying, all right, buy everyone else. We're going to build this and it's going to be better or whatever. And uh, I see that more as the play as opposed to Facebook, Instagram, just saying no to NFTs. So uh, I'm going to keep monitoring that as it develops into the future. Next, we look at Binance as Binance US unable to find a bank partners in the United States. So United States arm of global crypto exchange Binance has faced challenges in establishing a new bank partner. Recent failures of Silvergate and Signature Bank left Binance US without banking services, depending on middlemen banks to store funds on its behalf, according to the Wall Street Journal, citing the people familiar with the matter. The regulatory crackdown on banks with crypto clients is another factor contributing to exchange's struggles. In March, the US Commodity Future Trading Commission sued Binance Holdings and CEO Changpeng CZ Zhao for alleged trading violations. The cryptocurrency exchange has been the focus of CFTC investigations since 2021. So there's a reason a couple of months ago that Binance said, we're stopping all operations in the US, we're trying to get out of here. But in that process, uh, of course, people still need to be able to get their money out and have liquidity, everything else, because they were still being fairly regulated and people that need to have an off-ramp. Now with the problem with uh, Binance working with Silvergate and Signature, that kind of slowed things down and made things more difficult. So I think this is going to continue to be a challenge, but ultimately, if people have their money locked away in these platforms and are trying to offer it, they have to find a way to do that. So I think this, although is a challenge, I don't think will be impossible. And I think people will be able to find a way in this because it's in the uh, best wishes of both the exchange and, and the government for people to be able to get their money legally out if, if there's been no foul play or anything like that. So. If you are currently struggling with this, uh, sorry to hear that. Um, I hope that Binance is able to find a way. I think with enough time they will, but nonetheless is uh, not fun to have to be dealing with. Next story looks at Meta. F, as it is giving big money to developers building in its metaverse. Despite turbulent times in Meta in terms of metaverse development, sources close to the company say that the metaverse programs are paid up to $1 million for their work. That's right. The top developers at Meta, building out the Metaverse, are making up to a million dollars a year. And 
someone close uh, reported that everyone that's working in the virtual reality suite can earn a compensation from 600K up to a million. And, uh, you know, just looking at the greater blockchain Web3 ecosystem, your blockchain developers are some of your highest paid devs out there. And it's because it's high in demand. It's it's a new language, so it's more challenging. And again, there's there's a lot of need for good young good talent. Doesn't matter if you're young, just good talent. And uh, Meta Meta's paying top dollar to, to to get some of that best talent uh, in, in in true fashion. So uh, for all those people who are looking for career change, are looking to potentially get in development, look into blockchain development, look into Solidity, look into some of these other coding languages in blockchain. There are big opportunities out there for you. We're going to now look at SushiSwap as its approval bug leads to a $3.3 million exploit. Now, this is unfortunate, and we cover this almost every single week on the show, and I like to bring them up to be a constant reminder to both the builders out there to make sure you're continuing to button up all of your platforms and to the listeners out there that, again, we're in the Wild West of Web3. Everything isn't as secure as you'd like it to be unless it's on your cold wallet. And... Bugs and things that happen, unfortunately, lead to money getting stolen. So only users who have traded in the centralized exchange in the last four days are affected. Um, a bug on a new smart contract of the DeFi protocol SushiSwap led to over $3 million in losses in the early hours of April 9th. Blockchain security company Certec alerted PeckShield uh, oh, and PeckShield posted about an unusual activity related to the approval function in Sushi's router processor 2 contract. Um, the long story short is that a bug that led to $3.3 million in losses. So SushiSwap's been around for a while. Uh, hackers are going to hack. Scammers are going to scam. People are always going to look for a way to look for vulnerabilities and ways to exploit money. This one was able to exploit $3.3 million. This is always going to be a need to continue to keep your tech stack, your platform, your DeFi protocol, et cetera, as safe as possible. Because you best believe if there's liquidity, scammers and hackers are going to try to find a way to exploit it. And unfortunately, uh, SushiSwap's at the end of this one. Our final article of Web3 Lightning Round is going to look at Bill protecting Bitcoin mining rights that passed in Arkansas State Senate in uh, House. The Arkansas Data Centers Act is now moving to the governor's office for approval. It grants crypto miners in the state the same rights as data centers. The bill that was seeking to regulate Bitcoin mining activity in Arkansas passed the state's House of Reps and Senate. According to the bill, Arkansas's Data Centers Act of 2023 intends to regulate the Bitcoin mining industry in American state, creating guidelines for miners and protecting them from discriminatory regulations and taxes. Arkansas state legislature legislators quickly passed the bill after it was proposed on March 30th by Senator Joshua Bryant. The document recognizes that data centers create jobs, pay taxes, and provide general economic value to local communities. So Arkansas is embracing crypto mining. For all those who are listening who are in the crypto mining space, go check out Arkansas. They are being very friendly and they are embracing the types of jobs that Bitcoin mining centers can potentially provide. So if you're listening to this, make sure you go check that out. Then, you know, shout out to Arkansas embracing uh, the Bitcoin mining space. So that's going to wrap up this week's Web3 lightning round. And now we're going to look at last week in the metaverse. Getting started, we're looking at OpenSea. 
obviously goes pro. Um, and what's interesting about this is for all those uh, who wasn't necessarily used to seeing uh, OpenSea uh, with a pro segment, they took on a recent purchase. And after they purchased a gym a while back, uh, it's taken a long time to integrate uh, XYZ into uh, OpenSea. And it finally flipped the switch. So it's pulling information from 170 marketplaces and offers traders real-time data tracking, inventory management, optimized gas fees, and more. And early gem adopters, the opportunity to collect NFT called Gamus as a reward for the participation. So it's really interesting to see that there is a higher tier on the OpenSea side. These are going to be not so much for your NFT degens, but for your hardcore traders in the NFT space. Might be worth giving a look. Um, I'm personally probably going to try to give it a, a check just to see what the ins and outs are. And um, after I do that, I'll have to come back and, and let y'all know my, my my hot take on that. But again, OpenSea Pro uh, just launched. Um, and if you're familiar with the old uh, XYZ, uh, that is what uh, it, it came from. Now we're going to look at Magic Eden as it rolls out Bitcoin Ordinal's NFT creator launchpad. After releasing a Bitcoin NFT marketplace in March, the company is expanding its resources for creators to securely mint their inscriptions before selling to collectors. So Magic Eden is rolling out a launchpad for ordinals, helping creators successfully inscribe their Bitcoin-based NFT collections. I believe we talked about this uh, at a previous um, Aftershock, but ordinals or the ability to be able to create or mint on top of Bitcoin. Now it's called inscribing. And so you're, you're basically able to put your NFT by inscribing it onto Bitcoin. So while Magic Eating and the, and the company has the infrastructure for creators to list and sell ordinals, the Launchpad will help, on, will help onboard creators to the ecosystem to easily facilitate the creation of tokens on the Bitcoin network. So again... For all those who aren't familiar with Ordinal, spend some time in this. This is going to be really cool. It now gives your Bitcoin maxis an opportunity an opportunity to jump into the NFT space as a lot of your hardcore maxis uh, wouldn't support as it was on another chain. But now because it's on Bitcoin, you're really starting to see a lot of opportunity open up for the different types of NFTs being able to be inscribed on these various ordinals and you're seeing a lot of projects create um, ordinals because of it. So it will continue to grow. Um, and I know that I'm going to be watching this one pretty closely. As we look at our next article, David Bowie unreleased record debuts as a music NFT. Gala Music, a Web3 startup subsidiary, is launching 3,003 NFTs on April 14th with an unreleased version of David Bowie's Let's Dance included. So David Bowie's 1983 track, Let's Dance, um, is coming out as a limited edition collection of NFTs. And David Bowie, of course, who has an impressive discography that included 27 studio albums, 11 live albums, four soundtracks, and 128 singles during his lifetime. 
Um, Gala Music is planning to to launch this and could be the first of of several more types of NFTs uh, launched over at Gala. So Gala's doing a lot of interesting things between their gaming, their music, their entertainment. They they have a lot that is going on, and um, just Gala in general is is a company and project that I'm I am keeping my eyes on, and I think you're going to see more and more really cool information come out about them into the future. Reddit is deploying Generation Three NFT avatar contracts on Polygon. So the community members responded to the new development with some praising. Reddit's marketing efforts and changing the anti-NFT narrative within the platform. The NFT avatars were first introduced in July of 2022 to empower artists to create and sell their work on Reddit's platform. Whenever users purchase a collectible, it'll also be sent as an avatar on Reddit's website. On April 5th, Reddit deployed a contract for Generation 3 avatars on Polygon blockchain, which resulted in the various users predicting that the avatars would sell out. But more praise for Reddit uh, for its marketing and branding prowess. And Polygon continues to be a preferred platform for NFTs to be built on and even platforms that are looking into loyalty and rewards programs being built on top of it. All that to say, not to take away from uh, Reddit deploying its Gen 3 NFT, I think the real big takeaway on this particular article is Polygon. Polygon keeps coming up, and I think it will continue to come up. And it's it's a platform that if you aren't paying attention to, pay attention to it, because you you continue to see more and more big brands build on top of it, and more partnerships that are in the pipeline that aren't necessarily released yet. So again... Polygon is making waves in this uh, NFT space. Now we're going to look at Adidas as it gets deeper in NFTs. It unveiled a third and final phase of its Into the Metaverse project when it introduces its alts NFTs. Many companies started offering NFTs during the height of the crypto market in 2021 and have turned their backs on the sector. But Adidas continues to push forward. So users can officially initiate phase three and burn phase one and two tokens of the into the metaverse tokens that they might have received. And according to the description, alts has a dynamic user identification, PFP, that will change over time due to an interactive plot. So Adidas is continuing to push the envelope forward. And I like that they are taking the longer approach to really see what the market is saying, how is it maturing and what is the end users looking like and how has it evolved? So I like how they're kind of approaching this uh, into the metaverse. And I think more is going to come from this. But fashion brands have been able to learn from companies like Adidas, who were some of the first movers into the space to, to keep evolving their approaches to introducing their NFTs to the market and, and showing different use cases for it. So, um, Adidas to keep pushing the envelope and being pulse on the culture. The culture is in Web3 right now. And so I think that they still have a great chance to do some, make some major waves in the NFT space. Our second final article is President of Ukraine signing its first ever NFT in the country to support its military. So Ukraine's President uh, Zelensky signed the country's first NFT, UA Cats Division. 
The NFT investment is aimed at bolstering national security and defense capabilities. More governments may turn to digital assets to finance operations. Now, according to a recent tweet from uh, Arena K, a Web3 community builder, President Zelensky of the Republic of Ukraine signed the first NFT in Ukraine. The approved NFT goes by the name UA Cats Division. The heroic cats of the Ukrainian armed forces are being honored through the UA Cats Division, the first ever national NFT collection created in collaboration with the Ukrainian government. The collection pays tribute to the fearless felines who have served alongside their human comrades and played a crucial role defending the country, particularly during the current war in Russia. Now, I think this is unique for several reasons, but I think one that should be looked at pretty uniquely is one of showing some national pride for how they've been able to defend themselves in this war, but also as a financial opportunity so that they have new liquid liquidity coming in so that they can keep financing their own war and financing their, 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 their day-to-day operations. It's Ukraine has been very, receptive to Web3 and the funding of uh, not just this war, but the country uh, during these challenging times and continue to push the envelope forward on more innovative ways that they can use Web3 to help themselves. And I think this, when this is all said and done, there's going to be a huge case study to come out of this on how Web3 impacted Ukraine in this war. And um, I'm eager to see that data um, after it comes out. So again, uh, first ever NFT in the country to support its military. And uh, I think this is one uh, that other countries in the future could try to take this approach if they are met with military or financial uh, challenges. Final article is looking at OpenSea. Sorry, it's not looking at OpenSea, but it's looking at Bugatti. Now, what's really cool about uh, this particular um, instance is that high-end car manufacturer Bugatti, and for your typical Bugatti, it's over a million dollars, is working with luxury jeweler maker Osprey on a 111-piece collection of NFT eggs on Bitcoin-based ordinals. Again, we talked about ordinals earlier. Big brands that understand Bitcoin, uh, that that know that you know Bitcoin and Ethereum are two biggest cryptocurrencies that are out there, and a lot of them are looking towards Bitcoin as this oh, this new opportunity to go and create these NFTs on top of by inscribing on, and they're jumping all over this. Uh, the mint date is slated for May 4th, and the prices ranges from $20,000 to $50,000 for one of these 111 collections of NFT eggs. <sighs> as expensive as that is, it's still not as expensive as some of these other NFT projects uh, that have tried to do some exclusive stuff. But nonetheless... I think there's probably going to be some other cool things that come along with this eggs uh, for these uh, Bugatti ordinals that are coming out. But for all those who are in uh, big luxury and for exclusive NFT drops, this is definitely one to keep on your radar and, and, and to be watching as I'm sure there will be more news and more buzz to come up uh, with this particular drop. And that is going to wrap up this week's Aftershock. Um, I hope you enjoyed all of the content and news. Again, if you like what we had to say, make sure you uh, share out with your friends. Give us a like, a subscribe, leave us a comment on what was your favorite article of this week. And again, we 
Really appreciate you spending some time with us. And as always, stay CryptoCurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of CryptoCurrent. CryptoCurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the CryptoCurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other CryptoCurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's podcast review comes from Jakinzi. Nice podcast and a must follow for everyone in the blockchain industry. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date on the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our Moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com.